Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. And I'm Mars. This is a podcast where each and every week we... We fart. We fart. No one no one remembers that classic Wii game, We Fart. I'm going to <laughs> fly to America and get my bar license, whatever lawyers have, and then I'm going to take you to court and sentence you for 10 to 30 years. <laughs> you won't we see rediscover your what makes again. What makes music so special? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. Hey, did you just say, hey, Miles? Yeah. Mm. I was doing a song. It was big... fun. <laughs> oh, okay. It was fun. Okay. Trust me. What's up, it, Miles? Was it? What's good? Okay. Um, so what, 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 what is what? the theme? God. What is the theme? What do you want? Oh, okay. <laughs> The theme for this week is a song in a different language, and I specified at least 50%, because sometimes there'll be, like, <laughs> a word or two in English, sometimes it won't be perfect. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I I think the title that I'm going with uh, is Songs Sung Outside Our Native Tongue, which kind of that rhymes. That sounds better. That sounds better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... The only thing my tongue is native to is a plate of nachos. Is that good? Is that funny? <laughs> that was actually very good and funny. Is it funny when I ask you if things are funny? <laughs> I'm working um, on my type five. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's songs sung in languages other than English because... We're, we speak English. Mm-hmm. We both speak like, English terribly. But You speak a minimal yeah, amount not of very Spanish, good. and I speak a minimal amount of Japanese. Minimal, like minimal, minimal. Yeah. Uh, I really, w- I'm actually going to start learning uh, one of my, one of my goals of, uh, of 2019, you know, mm-hmm. is to, is to start learning Spanish, like seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Big, big goal for me. I'll keep. I'll keep y'all updated. I guess. I'm proud of you for doing that. Well, don't be proud yet. I haven't started. <laughs> I'm proud of you for wanting to do that. The one sentence that I remember in Japanese is "Taskete watashi no hobukura futo wa unagi de ipaides," which means uh, "Help! My hovercraft is full of eels." And I only remember that because in grade, I think nine. We had to just, like, learn a random sentence and say it to our teacher, and I was like, I'm gonna learn a long one, bitch. I, I swear that that's, that's a rever- reference to something. It is to, to something, and I don't know what it is. I remember, like, it was a reference to something. Is it a Simpsons no reference? Yeah. Maybe. I'm, you know what? I have the power of Google. Google it. Google it right now. It's not unusual to be loved by someone. Apparently, it's from. Uh, it's a Hungarian phrase. Uh, no, it's it's okay. <laughs> no, it's from a Monty Python sketch called "Dirty Hungarian Phrase Book." Oh right, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Apparently, there's now. a bunch of it translated into different languages. Let me get a peek of this. Oh wow, can't read any of this. Fun. Well, okay, so so if our listeners know any uh, other languages, feel free to just send us an audio clip that's two seconds long. <laughs> yeah, or you know what? Just type it out. I just want our I just want our mentions just full of eels. My uh, of 
uh, help my hovercraft is full of eels mm-hmm. just in so many different languages. Is that because it comes from? Um, so I haven't seen the sketch, but I have. I barely yeah, yeah. remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my question is like, because it's from something mm-hmm. called the Dirty Hungarian Phrase Book, is the hovercraft yes. supposed to be a bussy and then the eel is a bee? Okay, okay, all right, all right, okay, okay, all right, okay, okay, all right, okay, all right, hold on, okay, all right, hold on, stop. <laughs> Yeah. Stop. Why? <laughs> Why should I stop? Because because there are children listening, oh, and it's true. me. All right, take that it's, out. It's me. Take that out. Oh, no, you're not. A, you're 21. I am. I am both I mean, we're a all child children in the and, eyes of God, but <laughs> I am. I am both a child and very old, and that's how I'm here. You baby grandma. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me. I'm baby grandma. Hey, hey, hey! Look you down kids here. It's me, baby grandpa. I can't chew him because I have no teeth. <laughs> Both because they haven't grown in yet, and because I forgot my dentures. That's a character in Draugr, old baby Gus. Oh my god, it is. Yeah, I, right. I forgot about that. Oops, sorry. We for, we, Big Draugr reference. Well, too bad. I like him. Keep yeah, it in we the like him. We like <laughs> him. Hey, so. So, Mars, <clears throat> what is your <clears throat> song that is not in your <clears throat> native tongue? <clears throat> Stop fucking clearing your throat. Um, so my uh, my song that is that is spoken outside of my native tongue of English is Tongue of English. Uh, or so Off Top by Teo. Say the last word again. Uh it is and I I believe this is how it's pronounced. Uh Teo. Okay. How is it spelled? The upside down uh exclamation question point. mark. Oh okay question, question mark. mark, you fool. Okay. Uh T E with an accent mark O question mark. Yeah okay. So Teo? 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 Yeah. Or Teo? <laughs> Oh, oh, Teo? Okay, okay. Um, so Teo it has become one of my new favorite artists recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh, his uh, the album art uh, for all of his albums are black and white pictures of him shirtless. <laughs> and <laughs> while I am ace, he is gorgeous. That's ob- objective, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, let me uh, let me quickly oh, yeah. bring up. Let me get a squeeze of that. Let me take a fucking squeeze. Uh, Americans I say hate squeeze. that word. No, n- oh. I, in fact. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry. And in fact, does anyone say squeeze or Everyone are you says fucking squeeze. with me? I'm not fucking with you. It just means look. Oh, yeah, look at him. Okay. Yeah, look at him. In a weird way, he doesn't look yes. dissimilar from you. <laughs> Um, well, just I guess you don't have to agree with that. I'm saying from my subjective point of view, I'll say kind of jawline is nowhere similar, but kind of none of us have jaws on this podcast. I removed it when I was born. Uh, I'm talking through magic. (laughs) Tell me about Tara. I don't know. Look, his music is fantastic. And as an example of that, I'm just going to bring the song. And then I'll talk about him after. Sick, love it. Going the Miles approach. I, I'm br- I'm I'm bringing that t- tasty Miles flavor. What do I mm, <laughs> taste like? <laughs> what do you say to that? What do you think? No, 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 no. no. You know, Here's like the thing. No. No, 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 Okay, so you know in Harry Potter where there's like the like the No, I actually don't. Well, there's like with the um, I'm pretty sure it's the love potion or like a different potion. Whatever you smell is like the smells that you really love. 
So, but, so it doesn't have to be like an actual, like, you taste like pork or whatever. What do you think I like? Do I, do I taste like a winter in the, the Netherlands or something? Well, not that. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I guess, could you give me an example hmm, okay. by telling me what you think I taste like? Okay. Which is the weirdest and worst question I've ever asked. You taste like um, char-grilled eggplant um, and the feeling you get after you win like a lottery thing, but it's like five bucks. So you're like pretty good, but like, <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> I didn't realize that that had a taste. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. It can be like metaphysical. Okay. I'm mean, like a, a like a, a weird gay Yankee candle. I don't know what they smell like. Like okay, all right, fair enough. Springtime. Okay. You know. So I guess like your candle scent is better than what do you taste like? It is. Can I say it is? <laughs> your candle scent is when you get when you win the lottery but it's like five bucks and char grilled egg i don't know what this combination of smells would be um char grilled eggplant and like a bit of weed like you walk in the room and you're like they could have been smoking in here i'm not sure it could have been your neighbors you could have just had the window open uh, oh my gosh um for some reason you're you're like you're like cherries and like absinthe. Oh, I do like absinthe. It's a good yeah. fun time. I know you don't like alcohol, but I do quite like absinthe because it's sweet, sweet and tasty. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're cherries and absinthe. Okay. I mean, I can dig I, it. I can dig it. Hey, can I? Can we listen to the song now, <laughs> <Absolutely> please? <not. laughs> um, one story about absinthe that will take two seconds to tell. Oh my my friend Nix drank Mr. all of a bottle Mr. of story over here. My friend Nix drank an entire bottle of absinthe, and then That's no we good. were sleeping in. I think it was a double bed um, with like two other people because we were at a house party, um, and none of us had cars because we were underage. Um, and then they woke up at like four a.m. and didn't stop puking for like three hours. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, yeah, that's expected. You know what? Like, I that makes sense. That makes sense to me. I've never bathed that... in a hangover before because I'm a good, responsible boy. Well, okay, that remains to be seen. But oh! anyway, let's listen to the song. Uh, so this song sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, full stop. There's no arguments there. It's good. The song sounds fairly good. It's good. It's good. Hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> have you heard? It's good. <laughs> uh, this song sounds like a fucking party. 
It does. It's a um a bit dip like not too much different, but like a bit different from what you usually bring, which I think is like interesting and also like you know, diversifying what your interests are. Um, he had a fucking fantastic voice. Um, oh yeah, no, his voice is fucking amazing. I really like this track. It's a very dancey. Like you want to like roll your shoulders. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like when like. Whenever I'm listening to this fucking track, I'm just like, I'm going at it. Like, no one has ever seen me dance, but I fucking dance. <laughs> I think same. I like dancing when I'm totally alone. If anyone ever saw me dance, I'd commit ri- ritualistic suicide. <laughs> I would empty um, my guts. I fully. Um, no, this is fantastic. And it's like, it, it is like when you say the word groovy in a modern context, I think this is pretty mm. groovy. Hell yeah. This song, I, I said earlier that sounds like a party, but like what I think is interesting, like, is it sounds like a party, but it doesn't sound like one that has a lot of people at it. You know, yeah, it yeah. feels very intimate and close knit. To me, this, this song feels like a celebration of love. Um, Okay. I think that's very beautiful. I I mean, it sounds like that to me, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. It's it's sung in this confusing mix of Spanish and English that I feel is purposely done to be like really hypnotic. Yeah. Um, you know, I, actually, after you said that, like I can actually imagine this song at like a wedding reception, like after all, like oh, the yeah. serious dancing is done and everyone's like, "Fuck it, <laughs> let's go quiet. Let's oh go yeah, crazy. let's go wild." Yeah, this is probably going on my wedding mix whenever that happens. Big ice. Um, hey, that doesn't mean that, that I don't want to get married. Okay, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, I want to share a YouTube comment that is on the the uh, video for this uh, song. It's not It's not like a video video. It's just like, you know. It's the, it's it's the not classic like a... YouTube with like the album in the corner and like the, yeah. the, the track name next to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, the comment is by, uh, Infusions on YouTube, and their picture is a cool pic of the Earth taken from the moon. Okay. Uh, they write, Does anyone have the lyrics before I kill myself? I can't believe he is so underrated. I can't find the lyrics to his song. It makes me so furious. (laughs) I think I wrote that, actually. And while I disagree with just throwing out petty suicide threats and anger... Uh, because, you know, that shit should always be treated seriously and sympathetically. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, when you, (laughs) I had that written down, and then you threw one out earlier, and I was like, hmm, hmm. I'm allowed. I don't like it. That's fair. Uh, but I agree with the sentiment, uh, because I'm furious that there aren't lyrics for the song online anywhere. Oh, really? Uh, the- Really? The Genius Lyrics page uh, for the song just says instrumental. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck off. Come on, Genius Fuck off with that shit. Come on now. Uh, but yeah, this song is a total dance jam, uh, and I have absolutely boogied the fuck down to it, which is something I have never said in my life, but I wrote it down, so I had to say it. But it's true, and you uh, should say it. It's true, and I did say it. Um, it's a wonderful song. Go listen to uh, Go listen to Tao. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he is Teo? absolutely fantastic. Teo? Uh, and before we yeah, continue, that's... I would just like to say that yes. I don't take suicide lightly. I'm just, I have very unhealthy coping mechanisms that I need to discuss with a therapist. 
Oh, God. Okay. I just feel the need to justify my actions. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that was probably good to say. I take it seriously. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so that's my, that's my, that, that's my themed song. I enjoyed it. For, I'm also excited for, for when you week. finally complete your wedding playlist. <laughs> I don't know when <laughs> I have brought, be. I, I have brought uh, several songs that I have claimed will be on my wedding playlist. Oh, what were the other ones? Um, um, oh, I can't remember. Was you Leon think I can remember this shit? Uh, probably. I definitely have a Leon Lahavis song on there. Sure. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so, so Miles. So Miles. What 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 is your uh, is your themed song for this week? My themed song for this week is "Full Moon" by some by Sun Me. I keep mixing up the M and the N. Sun Me featuring Luna. All right. She is Korean, and the song is in guess what Korean. Um, it is mm-hmm. a bip, it's a bop, it's a jam. It came out in 2014. Uh, I'm not gonna send us the music video because as, like, it, like, kind of fits in with the lyrics and stuff as much as, like, that is a thing. It's very cheesy, and it, like, kind of goes a bit, like, longer than the song, and it's kind of... Mm. Like, watch it in your okay. own time if you want to watch a cheesy K-pop music video, basically. If you know, if you I listen to K-pop okay. regularly, you kind of know the genre of music video that I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I can I can picture it in my head. Um, the general theme of the song is that uh, she is a vampire that is waiting for her once blood bag, now lover, to turn into a vampire as well so they can be together. Okay, alright. I'm down with a vampire love story. I'm always down for some supernatural fun times. As, I mean, I am curious how you get, like, I know friends to lovers, I know uh, enemies to friends to lovers. I don't know blood bag to lovers. That's a new one for me. <laughs> food, to, food to friends to lovers. Food to friends to lovers, yeah. God. Usually it's like in a in a vampire fanfic, it's like friends to food to lovers. Sure. Okay. This is weird. I, I'm not going to discuss the eccentricities of fanfiction. Here's the, here's the thing. I don't I don't read a lot of fanfic. I do, unfortunately. It's my primary reading I, source. I, well, here's the thing. I don't... And maybe... <laughs> Maybe this is obvious to anyone who knows me and my um, word ability. Oh, your word uh, ability? I don't, I don't read a lot. Mm, okay. Can we give this song a little listen? Let's give the song a little, little listen. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, it. It's yeah. It's a it's a pumpy ass jam. It's mm-hmm. a it's 
I don't know, it like, it like gets under your skin and forces you to move, you know? Yeah, it is very a jammy. It's, it's infectious as shit. Is this a strawberry preserve? Because this shit's jammy. Um, so, I'm pretty sure this is a song. Yeah, okay. Um, I found this. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this is a song. No, I couldn't remember if this was, like, the, the song I was going to talk <laughs> I about. Could, I, I couldn't remember if it was a song. I couldn't is this music? A song. <laughs> Is this music? Is this music or music? That, I'm going to post that Gabriel Gundaka video on our Twitter. Oh, yeah. Is this music? Love it. Um, yeah. So, uh, this was posted on uh, Tumbo because one of the people who uh, choreographs the fusion dancing on Steven Universe uh, choreographed uh, Pearl and Garnet fusing uh, to the song, mm. which is fun, which is cool. And so they posted like a little like yeah. draft. Uh, there was like, I don't know, like 30 seconds, 40 seconds maybe. Uh, and part of the chorus, I think, for this song. And it was like really beautiful. So I started listening to the song and I loved it immediately. Uh, so Sunmi is a cool gal and I like her. <laughs> I like got, <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't expecting to find too much to like talk about her because like haven't really listened to too many other of her songs, like a couple of the other hits, um, like Kashina. Uh, but it was actually really interesting reading about her. <laughs> so it was just like, cool, I guess I stand now. Um, <laughs> so she has a tragic backstory. This is going to get soap opera. Um, so she, at nine, her father got ill. Um, and so she started working towards, uh, being an idol singer because in, uh, South Korea and in Japan and in China, uh, the pop industries are quite big and like all of the entertainment industries really, um, especially music. Like that's the big, like, you know, overseas hits and stuff. Like it's very popular in the West. Um, so she got taken in by, uh, JYP entertainment at 11, uh, as a way of supporting her family, which is very sad. Uh, and then that yeah. led to her getting exploited and traumatized by the industry because she was 11. Um, yeah, yeah. I believe she was in a TV show for quite a few years and that was not good for her mental health. Um, and then she mm-hmm. was put into a, uh, K-pop group. Let me see. What was it called? It was like, um, what was it? Oh, let me find it. I can't find it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it was like woman star. Oh, I fucking can't remember. Damn it. Okay. Well, she was in a, uh, in a K-pop group. Insert name here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe Mars will dub it over when I send them the name of the band. Um, and then left it because uh she didn't feel like she had a fair Oh, it was the Wonder Girls found it. Fuck you. Um, Wonder Girls. Yeah, okay. Wonder Girls. Uh which is fantastic. I love that name. Uh it's, and... it's not woman pause. Yeah, I know. I just remember W Woman Girls. Woman girls would be fucking hilarious. Stop with the women girls. We're the woman girls. You have a British accent. I, uh, well, (laughs) I give all bands British accents when I'm imitating them. Um, Um, like, like, you could be like, hey, do, do a, do a, you know, imitation of, of, you know, fucking 50 Cent or whatever, and it would be- Hello, I'm 50 Cent. what up, I'm I'm 50 Cent. Hello, Popper, I'm 50 Cent. Hello, 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 what's all this then? Um, so, Sunmi, uh, left, (laughs) Wonder Girls, uh, because she didn't feel like she was getting sort of a fair shake, like she was sort of the background- backup singer 
Um, so she left and she became independent and she was way more successful than she was in that group. She just produced hit after hit after hit because everyone was like, this chick gets it. Um, and which is fantastic. She knows what it's all about. She knows what's good. Uh, and yeah. she could finally cultivate her like actual image, which was much more like dark and sexual and weird and like sort of funky. And like, she's inspired more by like. 80s synth pop and rock and that sort of thing. Funky and fucky. Fucky and funky, indeed. Uh, Because in uh, a lot of J-pop, K-pop, C-pop sort of stuff, like, you aren't really allowed to be an adult, (laughs) I would say. Because I think she joined the group when she was 14 or 15, like a teenager, um, and and then left it. I think she's 27 this year, so still pretty young. Um, And so she could finally have this image that was way more herself. Uh, which is, like, may not seem super revolutionary, but like it is in a lot of these entertainment industries, they cultivate, like, occasionally, like, the dark and sexy look, but it's much more, like, the poppy, broody, cute, bubblegum fam sort of stuff that you see a lot of the time. Um, or, like, the wholesome, like, I'm cute, you know, that sort of figure. Um, but she's yeah, a sure. lot more rock and synthy and different. Uh, and so she achieved way more success uh, through being independent. Uh, and she's also talked about how uh, a lot of people have given her, like, the diva archetype or, like, the bitch <laughs> archetype because she just, like, knows what she likes and, like, wants to do things that makes her happy, uh, which is unfortunately how a lot of paparazzi and entertainment magazines and stuff talk about female celebrities. Um, uh, and she talks about how uh, for, which was this for? This was for SBS Asia and for Dazed Korea. Uh, she uh, has spoken honestly and very openly about being a female in the entertainment industry. She admits that her words won't make everyone happy, but she's prepared to be hated for having her voice heard, which I think is very brave of her. Not only like her yeah, going sure. solo and just sort of relying on herself and like going to a very small label and like sort of just having to make everything herself again. Uh, and still being able to be successful and not compromising on her morals or her musical ideals. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Sunmi. Yeah. That, I, and I and I barely know her, but I really like the song. Sunmi. I barely know me. So. <laughs> okay. Can we maybe workshop that joke? Yeah. Okay. What's your feedback? Okay. So my feedback is that it was bad. Okay. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take it to the break. Let's take it to the break. Get it, Fergie. All the time they come around, brothers gather around, always looking at me up and down, looking at my phone. Welcome back, traveler. Did you complete your quest to kill 30 slime Hey, Gramgor. I'm, I'm Fiddledy. Uh, no, I, your name's Gramgor. says so right No, there. your name's Gramgor. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're Gramgor the stupid, and I'm Fiddledy the perfect. <laughs> 
Fiddledy the pervert. This is our D&D podcast. This is our D&D podcast. Fiddledy and Gromdor. We're both goblins, can you tell? We're both goblins. When you play a goblin, you have to talk like this or you're kicked out. It's the law. It's the actual literal law. You have to talk like this or in a Cockney accent. Because the British are all goblins. Miles. What? I blacked out. (laughs) Yeah, so did I. What just happened? I I felt like you've always welcomed back the audience after the break. I thought I could give it a go. And it went so well. It went went really well. Really super well is the thing. Also, I have a segment. Oh, God. Okay. Do you want to guess what the segment is for today? Is it that uh, the headline ones? Giving headlines, you mean? Oh, God. Why is it called that? I forgot. And no, it isn't. It's until the Twitter ends. Oh, yay. The one with the actually good Yeah. Name. We still need a new name for the other one. Giving headlines is fun. It's super not, It super is, but it's also unbearable. It is untenable. <laughs> Are you ready? I have a bunch. I have like five for this oh, one. Oh, damn. We're, I, f- I have a feeling this is going to be a longer episode. It should be. You know what? I demand it. <laughs> okay, King. I should get what I want. Okay, okay King. <laughs> I can't be that. I'm a short king. All right. Question one or tweet one, I guess. <clears throat> this is in all caps. That helps. Uh-huh. Was rushing home to take a dump and got caught behind a school bus dropping kids off. Longest thirty minutes of my life. Jack Black. Was it A. Little John? Uh-huh. B. Ice Cube or C. Snoop Dogg? Mm. So you said Little Wayne, Snoop Dogg, or what? Little John. Little John. Little John. Ice little. Cube. Snoop Dogg. Do you yeah, think? Little John. And, little and John's this is, a gnome. And this is this is a little bit um, blue, uh, mm. but uh, do you think? Do you think Little John has a little has, John? Has a little John. <laughs> he has regular John. He has oh, a regular, I'm regular John. John. I went to college with a regular John. Okay, what's your That's just, regular John is just John Arbuckle. (laughs) Okay, so there's Lil John, which is Lil John, and then there's regular John, which is John Arbuckle. Who's Mm -hmm. big John? John Cena. Uh, John C. Riley. Who's John C. Riley? (laughs) Let's go with John Cena. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I thought that's what you were answering with. You think John Cena tweeted this? No, 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 no. Uh, okay, what's your uh, answer? F- my answer. Oh, uh, what was the second one? It was Ice Cube. Ice Cube. You're going to go uh, with Ice Cube? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ice Cube. I think that's an Ice Cube thing. I feel like he's he's an open and honest fella. That is fair. Is that your final answer? Yeah, sure. Okay. It was, in fact, the smallest John. <laughs> no, that's mini John. May I get sippy cup, John, please? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Second one, I think you'll get, because it's, a, I think, a fairly popular one. So this is kind of a gimme, but also I wouldn't make fun of you if you didn't know it. You know what uh, I mean? Sure. Okay. I it mean, is you very would simple. Because you're mean. No, I love you so much. Okay. It's six words, and it's very impactful. Okay, boys, what's your ball size? <laughs> <laughs> and was and was that a share b Nicki minaj or c Carl? Uh, oh my god you know what i here's the thing i don't know it 
but that feels like a Cardi thing. I mean, it could be either Nikki or Cardi, but I feel like for some reason, I feel like Nikki is maybe a tad bit more respectable than Cardi. You know, if like mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yeah. So, so Cardi, your final I answer. I think Cardi. I'm going to go with Cardi. It was Nicki Minaj. My, I always need to go with the opposite of my instinct. That's true. But sometimes that doesn't work. Yeah, occasionally. But, <laughs> but it's worked more than it hasn't. That's true. Okay. Ready for number three? Sure. You ready for this? I think, did you already do that goof this episode? I, I do it almost every episode, certainly. Okay. <clears throat> Ever see a three-year-old get all amped after being among people and then he can't sleep and gets very emotional? I am that three-year-old. Was that A, Mitski, B, the Mountain Goats, or C, Troy Sivan? Uh... Ever see a three-year-old get all amped after being among people, then he can't sleep and gets very emotional? I, I think it's Troy Savan because here's the thing. I don't think Mitski likes being around people, and neither do I think the Mountain Goats. That is to say, the guy who does the Mountain Goats. John uh, I don't think he loves, like, he loves people. I don't know that he loves, like, he gets energized by being around people. Mm-hmm. All right, so final answer, I'm going to go with Troy Savan. It was John Daniel of the Mountain Goats. Also, okay. I called my goats in Stardew Valley John and Daniel. <laughs> um, uh, by yeah, the way. he's not a super extroverted person, but like he mm-hmm. still does things. Well, as extroverting, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about the Mountain Goats. Yeah, we're getting into hard mode. What were you going to say? <laughs> I keep interrupting you. I feel don't bad. feel bad. That's the nature of things. I don't like it. All right, number four. You ready? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Are you ready, kids? Are, are you ready, kids? I like you. Hey, I I have never seen SpongeBob. I remember that from the the SpongeBob musical episode. We did a SpongeBob musical episode. No, it was the answer to one of the questions. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I've never okay, seen okay. SpongeBob. <clears throat> Yeah, that's fair. I really liked it when I was a kid. Everyone liked it if they watched it, you know what sure. I mean? Sure. It's okay. From what I understand, it's like Ren and Stimpy, but good. Okay. Now, let's. We don't have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say no, because <laughs> Ren and Stimpy is for, again, a very distinct type of pervert that's 17 and on a lot of drugs. Or me when I was four. So my point vibe. still stands. Similar vibe. Um, I get, but Ren and Stimpy's more horrifying. Hey, Spon- SpongeBob still does the, 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 the close-ups, and they're almost the exact same. Okay, this can be debated later on okay. Twitter. I'll put up a poll. No, come on. <laughs> okay, question four, or tweet four. This one's one of my favorites, I think. <clears throat> 420, how is everyone? <laughs> Me. <laughs> was it A, Mariah Carey, B, Cher, again, or C, Halsey? Mm. Okay, so, hmm, I'm gonna go with Mariah Carey because, I don't know. Is that your final answer? I guess. Ding, ding, ding. Mariah Yay. Carey got that good kush. 
I love that story. I think it was someone from like, fuck, who was it? Someone from like the Bee Gees or from ABBA. I can't remember. And they went to go see Star Wars and they didn't know that uh, Harrison Ford was an actor. And they were in the cinema and when Han Solo turned up, they were like, holy shit, that's my weed dealer. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, last one. Anyway. Last tweet. Carried for this. We don't play by society's rules. For instance, when I write office fan fiction, it's in haiku form. <laughs> I think I've seen this tweet, but I don't remember who it's by. Is it A, Owl City, B, Penny Parker, or C, Vampire Weekend? That's why I think I've seen it. I think it's Penny Parker. <laughs> Is that your final answer? I think so, yeah. Sorry, it's Vampire Weekend. Really? I Okay. Chucked her in there to throw you off your rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, throwing him off his rhythm. <laughs> she went to add the Velka Seltzer. God, that's my favorite bit. That like it's, seven it's... year old. Cut this out. But seven year old Chicago, like heavy Chicago accent, John Mulaney is the it's funniest. Fi- it's very shit. good. God, I think about it every day of my life. All right, and that was until the Twitter ends. Yay! You've done it. I got one stinger. out of five or six or whatever. Five, yeah. Numbers are hard. <laughs> Numbers are hard. Well, I don't know. You said five or something, and I didn't count, so I said five or six. You know what? That's fair. Hey, Mom. Yeah, what up? What's your new favorite for this uh, week? My new favorite uh, is... Acid King by Malibu Ken, a.k.a. Aesop Rock and Tobacco, in all caps. Again with the weird names. Okay, I haven't heard this, but I love the name uh, Malibu Ken. It is very good. It is very good. Uh, So I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off with a question, and that Mm -hmm. question is: Is it wrong to think that a song about a real life murder and murderer is a jam? Second question: Is it wrong that they made a song about a real life murder and murderer a jam? Depends on the time frame. That's fair. Uh, Humor Acid equals King, tragedy plus time. Uh, Acid King is one of two singles released for Asa, uh, for Aesop Rock and Tobacco, all caps, <laughs> up, upcoming uh, collab project. Uh, and it's some of my favorite music right now. And that's all <laughs> I got to say about before we listen to it. So let's listen to it, huh? Hell yeah. Miles intro. Miles intro. Da, 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 da. So we're going to... We're we're gonna watch the. Um, it's not quite a music video. It's not quite uh, a lyric video. It's more like a lip sync video, an animated lip sync video that is awful. But it is, <laughs> but it is the official link. Okay. So so that's what we're going with. Let's give it a little little listen. Cops cuff him and stuff him in Amity Bill Asylum It's Fantasy Island but there was lions at the top south Oops, but focus on the environment And how it could it loosen a Luciferatus client It would flee Pale moon, pale horse, howling death And LSD to make it mean more than it meant Pay attention, here's where the whole thing sours And goes from intrigue and a wowsers At a party, a passed out drunk castle It's got the ten bags of dust Now it's not a big town and people are big mouths So he fishes around till he figures it out Gary Lauer, 17 years young You have no idea what you've done Track him down Beat him pissy, got five bags back, still owes 50, yo, Ricky, Ricky, do we hound up a load, or show him how to help bound do? Hmm. I hadn't seen to the end of the video before, and I actually had to look away because it was so gross. Okay, so this is nothing against the song, because I really like the song. I saw Brock yeah, is great, we've discussed this. The, the song is great. 
this video sucks. It's the awful. Video. Okay, so let me describe it for people that don't want to watch it. <clears throat> don't you know watch it. Kn- <laughs> you know when you know those dudes who are either skateboarders or used to be skateboarders, and they're straight, and they think that all of their art is fantastic, but they really don't know how to draw because they never took, like, an anatomy class or anything. All they did was smoke weed when they were supposed to be, like, painting or whatever. Uh, and it's, like, way too detailed, uh, but it's basically just, like, a weirdly traced face of, like, I don't know, Donald Trump or some shit. Um, and then they think that, like, it disintegrating is, like, edgy and quirky and weird. And and then, like, they end up designing merch for, like, some sort of fucking, like, synth rock garage band that needs t-shirts to sell at their shitty fucking concert. It looks like yeah, that. Yeah, it looks exactly like that. It is a lip-sync video of an animated, basically, this dude looks like a Ken doll. Uh, yeah. And yeah, as the video goes on, his face disintegrates, and it's nasty. really, really gross looking. It's nasty. Um, it's sort of like if they took the concept of like Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel with like the face changing and doing stuff, and then they just made it worse. Yeah, I worse don't, and different. It, it's really gross, and I'm really every time that I have to look at the art for this muse for this project, I'm like really sad because I don't want to look at it. Yeah, very straight. <clears throat> but um, good song. But very good song. Uh, so this song tells the story of Ricky Casso, who in March of 1984 murdered 17-year-old Gary Lowers. Uh, mm-hmm. The details of which are really, really disgustingly gruesome. Um, yeah, and well, detailed- honestly, I wasn't even listening to the lyrics that hard, so like I didn't uh-huh. really gather the story. Um, uh so uh, and like if you do look at the lyrics the details of the of the murder are are just detailed there pretty accurately um the geniuslyrics.com uh lyrics page links to a wiki where you can sort uh the articles by cause of death so that maybe tells you something uh about the kind of shit we're talking about here Okay. So the footnotes are that Ricky and some of his teen friends uh, went to get high on some serious major drugs uh, that was probably some sort of whack-ass LSD. Um, And for some reason, shit got really south. Uh, And Ricky attacked and beat and then started and then stabbed to death uh, Gary. Uh, the most gruesome part of the whole thing for me, which haunts me, so it's going to have to haunt you because it's relevant to something I want to say later, is, uh, that, uh, Ricky, uh, as Ricky stabs Gary to death, he demands that Gary says that he loves Satan and Gary won't say it and instead says, I love my mother, which is so fucking gut-wrenching. Jesus. Yeah, that's, it's real, it's a really awful thing. Um, um what year was this 1984 okay that that explains it all right all so right. this this song postulates that the murder was because gary owed ricky's drug money which is mm-hmm. probable um sure. but i don't know yeah it, it is like the thing is with um drugs drugs and uh, mental health is that oftentimes especially hallucinogenics uh they will bring out latent cases of sometimes schizophrenia other different sort of like hallucinatory uh things that someone might have in their brain or it might induce it in some people um mm-hmm. or if you just have very bad anxiety like me um it just could send you spiraling uh if you have anxiety 
anxiety and like even smoke weed sometimes people just get paralyzed and they can't do anything uh for like hours uh, and yeah. hours and like here's um, the thing too like this dude ricky casso uh like like was found like grave robbing and shit like yeah. he clearly not a great dude so there was something there and the the drugs definitely like into especially like the whole like satan thing like especially in like the 80s that was like a big mm-hmm. thing is that like well, drugs yeah, connected like, to Satanism? So, I guess really, why why the fuck am I bringing this song anyway? Right? Because sure. it's it's a song about a terrible murder, and the murder makes me sad. And yeah. okay, truth is, I don't I don't really know why I'm bringing it. I mean, other than the fact that I just like think it's a bop, but mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting that we're seeing this story being told by Aesop Rock specifically. Because mm-hmm. uh, so, on his last album, which I which I featured in previous episode. Uh, the album is called The Impossible Kid. He has a song called Blood Sandwich, where he tells two stories uh, involving his two brothers. Uh, the second story in that song uh, is about how his older brother, when they were kids, wanted to go to a ministry concert in his town. Uh, but his mom said no, because uh, she thought that they were a satanic cult disguised as a band. Okay. Um, uh, so, and Aesop grew up in the in New York in the 80s, exactly when and where this murder happened. And Ricky was into tabletop RPGs and Black Sabbath, yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. kind of stuff that Aesop was and is into. And mm-hmm. yeah, he was a Satanist. And like the, the Satan in fr- appears in front of me in the form of a crow and tells me to murder kind of Satanist. Ricky sure. was the perfect example to, to parents of like the kind of, one bad like, egg spoils the well book. you know like you know that like all of these bands that they didn't like and games that were confusing to them and all of that like this was the perfect example for them of like the danger the so-called dangers of those things yeah, um yeah. in one of my media classes back when i started uni <clears throat> We, because I had one, uh, a class about so, uh, social media and, like, different things relating to it, memes and stuff, culture. And we were looking at the rise since the 90s of school shootings. This is going to get kind of grim. Um, and how everyone blamed it on Marilyn Manson uh, and a lot of those sorts of musicians and, like, MTV and, like, anything, basically, that kids are into, like, video games, everything. That's why people still blame it on video games. Um, even though it's actually a problem of larger, like, social and cultural, like, acceptance of gun use and violence and stuff, especially in America, which is primarily where school shootings happen. Um, and it was really interesting because they will find anything to blame, especially stuff that, like, promotes at least some sort of, like, Satanism or violence or, like, otherness, um, even if the violence is theoretical and sort of fantasizing and it's sort of a guilty pleasure to indulge in, but the artists behind it are always like, we would never actually do that. But that doesn't hold much weight when, like, shit happens like that, like school shootings, and people are like, this is your fault, and you're kind of like, I didn't mean it, sorry. Um, so it is always really interesting to look at stuff like this, and, I mean, I think it's really, even really interesting that Aesop Rock, like, it's, like, 30 years, I guess, after this, uh-huh. uh, happened, and he chose to make a song about it. Not a lot of people choose to do songs about murders. Or yeah. crimes like that. There's something about- Yeah, especially, the, like, yeah. a true, a true crime documentary style recounting of the story. You yeah. Know? 
it's a it's a it's a strange direction to go i think it's interesting i mean like i like artists like andrew jackson jihad so i'm not like estranged from weird twisted sort of songs but like i think it is fascinating i think it's fascinating that he's still interested in the stuff that they blame largely i always think that's very interesting when people still i mean like that's i i still like dungeons and dragons (laughs) like we still like dungeons and dragons even though it was for so long for like 20 years people were like that's for satanists yeah, I, I did really enjoy the song, though. I really enjoy Aesop Rock. I really enjoy his style. I Yeah, like he, he's definitely one of one of my favorite, like, you know, and we, we've talked about it before, about whether he, like, necessarily classifies as a, as a hip-hop artist, because he's, he, in a lot of ways, he's more, like, hardcore, spoken word, spoken word yeah. uh, slam poetry, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, his storytelling is amazing. But, like, his, yeah, his storytelling, his lyricism, it, it's all amazing. And, and... The production by Tobacco in in once sorry let me pronounce it right Tobacco uh, is uh, the production by by them is an absolute dream you know like I spent most of this time talking about the story of the song rather than the song itself but the song itself is just really 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 good and it does I'm I I'm really excited for uh for this new project for them even if the art for it is horrible. <laughs> If it, if it is nasty. It's really nasty and gross and bad to look at. It's bad mm-hmm. to take in with the eyes. And, yeah, it is. But it's and great all of to the take in with the ears. All, all of, yeah, except for the ears, every other sense it's bad to take yeah. in. Taste, touch, ghost, umami. <laughs> <laughs> smell. I forgot the smell function. <laughs> hey, hey, Biles. Hi, Mars. Uh, what is your new fave or it song? Quick one. All right. Not too much Quick to talk one. about, but also I love, and I've been waiting to bring this because we did sort of a couple like themed, like, like we did like the holiday stuff and then we did like some interviews and we did like the awards show. So like, I didn't have time to bring this yet. So now sure. it's time for me to bring now this. Now it's time. Now it's time. It's been like two months. <clears throat> my song, my favorite, oh, my favorite song, my new favorite song for this week is Dirty Car by Studio Killers. I okay. love Studio Killers. Are you familiar with that uh, one? I don't think so. I think I've maybe heard the name, but I don't think I've heard any of their songs. That's valid. I hope you'll like this. I have the vibe that this is the type of song that you'll like, although the lyrics are a touch horny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's okay. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with horny songs. Yeah. Okay. So, Studio Killers is a virtual electropop band, sort of similar to the Gorillas in that they only have a and um, Hatsune Miku and Hatsune Miku, uh, in which they have sort of uh, animated, drawn personas. Um, oh yeah. And so they are a mixture of artists from the UK, from Finland, and from Denmark. Uh, and the characters are uh, Chubby Cherry, the front woman, uh, the keyboardist Goldie Fox, uh, DJ Dynamink, and the manager Bipolar Bear. Okay, um, well, okay, okay. They are well. Come I believe Bi- yeah. Bipolar Bear. I believe the artist is bipolar, and I believe that they chose that name. They well, also are very secretive about like like they don't really want to say who is who in the mm. band. Um. And so I've been listening to them for, I think, like, five years now, four or five years. 
Um, and from like 2011 to 2014, they were making music and then they took a big hiatus. Uh, and then in November, this song came out as well as, uh, Party Like It's Your Birthday a little bit earlier. Uh, so I'll get more into it after we give this song. I don't, I don't party and even on my birthday. So what do you want me to do? I listened to it on my birthday, actually. It was fun. All right. Uh, I think I've seen like gifts and shit of the, these folks. Oh, yeah, like, the art style is fantastic. People love it. I love it. Okay, let's give this song a little listen. Is that fucking Salad Fingers? I hope not. So, what'd you think? I really liked it. Uh, I really, like, uh, first off, thought just the the music was very good. But I also enjoyed the music video. It wasn't really, you know, not it's not really an exciting music video. But it is, mm. like, a really cool character study, uh, character design study sort of thing. Uh, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, so, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, so from 2011 to 2014, they were making music, uh, and then they took a year hiatus before dropping their most popular music video and song, which most people listening to this might have heard of, called Jenny. Uh, and Jenny is about uh, the main character, uh, Cherry, falling in love with her best friend, Jenny, and sort of, like, not knowing how to, like, show her affection very much, and also Jenny is dumb and doesn't realise... <laughs> Um, and Cherry, uh, like at the end of the song sort of like takes her away and is like, I love you. And, uh, it's sort of an ambiguous ending, whether or not they get together Mm -hmm. or not. Uh, and then they took another like two or three year hiatus, um, and then came back, uh, mid 2018, uh, with a little intro video because they also do little vlogs and stuff. Uh, Cherry Mm -hmm. does, uh, where she like shows off her like hashtag looks and answers questions and stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Party Like It's Your Birthday came out, and that was told through, I think it was an Instagram story about, like, the uh, Cherry going, like, out at night and, like, partying and, and, like, all of the videos from that night and her, like, texting Jenny and saying, like, hey, it's been a while, just wondering if you're, like, around because uh, she's still, like, in love with her. It's very mm-hmm. beautiful. I love it. Um, and, yeah, Dirty Car came out in November. Um, and I love it. It's a good song. Uh, Studio Killers represents a lot of my queerness um, and a big pride in uh, Chubby Cherry, which is a character that is represented as being very sexy and sexual, uh, and she's demanding, and she's fat, and she's slutty, and she's pansexual, and I love her. Uh, and I also really like this song because it's very simple, it's just like sort of a like a dance jam, uh, but I yeah. like the sort of hints at like the sort of unreciprocated romantic feelings from like someone that she's trying to like get with and she's like i'll have sex with you (laughs) and they're still like all right i'm not interested she's like okay that's fine um i i she's she's fantastic she's a really interesting character uh and a lot of their music is very like funny and cute and cool i adore it i i really i really enjoyed it and thank you for sharing 
I, I'm actually do. definitely gonna gonna add the song to 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 my saved songs because yeah, I really like it. <laughs> so you're gonna say your wedding playlist? I mean, probably not, but maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, that's all I really have to say about Dirty Car. Wow, that was really fast. Yeah, not a whole lot to I, say. I, I, I spent thirty. I spent thirty minutes. You spent ten. We were both talking, though. Yeah, we we were both talking. Also, don't want it to be too long. As much as, you know, it's fun to have a long episode. I don't want you to edit for 30 years. I love you. Well, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. I recommend everyone listening to Studio Killers. If you don't really like Dirty Car, then everyone likes Jenny. Jenny's a fucking bit Bob Jam. It's a banger. Also, canon pansexual people. Give us some fucking representation. I love it. There's like four of us. It's me, Jenny, Deadpool, and my friend Sam. Oh, and Janelle. Uh, uh, and then the only canonical non-binary characters are all robots or the co- literal combination of two people. And Frisk from And Frisk. At Frisk from Undertale, yes. And Link from Breath of the Wild. And Link from Breath of the Wild. That one's that one's actually canonical. God, I love him. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, what you thinking about, I, Miles? Uh, oh, nothing. Just made the pictures of Link floating around my head. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, I think that'll do it for us on this, on this, on this one. I think that'll do it. Thank you so, so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you have a suggestion for next week's show or have a song that you want to share or just have some feedback for us, uh, you can tweet us at ArtGhostPod on Twitter or email us, email us at artghostpod at gmail.com. We do a listener suggestion special every couple of months to show off songs that were uh, sent in by y'all, so uh, don't hesitate to share. Uh, You can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you so desire. Uh, And uh, if you like the show, please share it with a friend, because uh, word of mouth is the only way that we really get out there. So it would really mean a lot to us if uh, if you would share the show. Uh, thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. That was a cat. Meow. I usually do ghosts, Meow. and now it's a cat. It was a kitty. Now it's a cat. Oh, kitty. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nathan's cat is called Bear, so it just sort of just, like deteriorated into Um, which is an <laughs> air horn noise. And now I just do that every cat, and also, like, Foster calls him Booby, so then I was like, oh, who's that tit? So, cat names <laughs> no. are fun. Cat names are fun. Cat names are fun. <laughs>